It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. Everybody. Yeah, almost everybody, I think, around town. Called him Donnie. Donnie was handsome. I'm talking Hollywood handsome. His skin was tanned all year long, even when there was eight inches of snow out on the ground. He, he, looked, he looked like he had just returned from Hawaii. He was slight, small, the way women seem to enjoy men, if you know what I mean, kind of wiry. He was only in his mid-30s, but he, he had lived hard. That, that's what people used to say when I was growing up. They'd, they'd say, he, he looks like he lived hard. He, he could kind of look like one of those Marlboro men, if you're not quite what I'm talking about, it's, it's sort of a grizzled cowboy appearance. Now, Donnie owned a Corvette. He seemed to have money, but nobody knew where he actually got it. He smoked cigarettes like he was getting a rebate on each package he finished. And not only did he chase girls, but more often than not, he caught them. His voice was gruff, but his mannerism was gentle. All the boys in our high school were fascinated by him. D Donnie was our hero. He, he had a hot car. He had hot girls. He had a hot ciggy in his mouth. And from all we could tell, he had a hot, hot, hot life. So we'd just sit around and listen. And after a few minutes, I think his conscience would kick in. Donnie's conscience would kick in, and he'd turn to us, impressionable young man, and he'd say, after taking a, a drag on his cigarette with a <coughs> little cough, he'd say, now, don't you guys do what I do. I don't know why he said it. Every one of us wished we were Donnie. Every time we got together, we envisioned what it was going to be like that night being Donnie. Even several years later when he got sick with lung cancer, it still seemed to all of us high school boys that for a chance to drive a vet, bed chicks, eh, it, was with, it was worth a coughing fit or two. Donnie died when he was 45 years old. He left behind one son, Donnie Jr. There, I, there was never a mother anywhere in sight, so Donnie Jr. followed in his father's lifestyle. Unfortunately, Donnie Jr. didn't have quite so much, what do you want to say, pizzazz. So he ended up getting depressed. Went out in the woods 
near the Hoover Lake and shot himself. He's just 35 years old. I, I remember listening to folks around town discuss the tale of the two Donnies. I realized if, that if the first Donnie hadn't had the second Donnie, I don't know, many of us young boys might have followed the example of dashing Donnie. But the way Donnie Jr. lived out proved to us that that lifestyle, that way of doing things was in the long run or even in the short run frighteningly forbidding. And the few that did follow Donnie's lifestyle ended up with Donnie's results. A couple even landed in the predicament of Donnie Jr. taking their own lives. You see, very simply, our world is peppered with those who are following lifestyles, ideas, emotions, beliefs, and traditions which fell, which fell a long time ago. They were proven insufficient, stupid, inadequate, dangerous. But our society suffers under what we shall call for today fellosophy, F-E-L-L-O-S-O-P-H-Y. Why, yes, why do we follow things that have all that already fell? Things which fell and failed are still pursued. I don't know, family loyalty sometimes, prejudices, bigotry, ignorance. It amazes me that after a hundred over a hundred and fifty years since the Civil War, we're still struggling with a philosophy. The South is still the South. The North is still the North. And those border states like Maryland, Kentucky, and West Virginia, they struggle deciding whether they're going to go forward or whether they're going to honor their ancestors and get stuck in the middle with you. You see, it's not really an issue of being liberal or conservative, because there's many liberal ideas that are part of the philosophy. They fell long ago, as there are conservative ones that tumbled. As we try to teach our children how to live and grow and be intelligent, I think the first classroom they should sit in is to learn the understanding of what other human beings have already tried, which fell flat on its face. What are the philosophies? Then maybe we would make sure to never again treat anyone the way we did the Native Americans. How about that? Maybe we could come to terms once and for all in this curse of slavery. Perhaps we could comprehend that judging anybody in any way, shape, or form is a flat-out dead-end street. And remember, if you're going to say freedom and justice for all, you must be prepared to offer their definition of freedom 
and grant them their definition of justice. We are presently suffering under the adverse effects of a philosophy. Just as with Dashing Donnie in my community, we as a nation have not looked at the end results of behavior, attitudes, and practices and analyzed them to rid ourselves of the stupidity that keeps us repeating insanity. I think the evidence of this philosophy is that we are right now living in an era that is too oblivious. It's the first sign of a philosophy. Too oblivious, even though we have tons of information on the Internet. The data is geared to support ideas and beliefs that long ago proved to be ridiculous, if not frightening. Yet, can I kindly say we're kind of oblivious? We are oblivious to the fact that human beings are free will creatures. And since God created them that way, we're not going to be able to take away their free will. For instance, if you want to stop abortion, you don't outlaw it. You make, you make having children as pleasant an experience as possible and give the children who are already born a life that is enriching and full. If you want to deal with a gun issue, don't do away with them. Clarify. What do we do with guns? Are they just entertainment? How can we make sure they remain personal enjoyment and don't land in the hands of those who use them for destroying human beings? We seem oblivious to the things that have obviously been shown to be detrimental. Why, for instance, do we honor an electoral college in this country which was started 250 years ago and no longer has any logical function whatsoever? For instance, we can vote and count the votes before the 10 o'clock news is done all in one day. Nobody rides on horseback to report anything. Yet we continue with this system of committees meeting to cast votes for states for numbers and electoral college and we are oblivious. Here's the problem with being oblivious because we want to cling to those old ways, our philosophy as it were. We become too opinionated, don't we? I don't know if there's ever been a nation in the history of mankind that honors opinions more than the United States of America. Even though we know that opinions are like assholes in, in the sense that everyone has one, we think the true expression of our freedom is allowing opinionated people to offer opinions, an activity which is historically proven to be errant. Giving your opinion is not free speech. Because people have already died in this country proving to us that something was wrong. You don't have to renegotiate it. We cannot recycle dark lies from hell and just pretend they're new revelations, new and improved product. We must stop being too oblivious because it makes us too opinionated. 
eventually back in my hometown, all of us boys growing up had to take a look at the life of debonair Donnie and his son. And each one of us had to say to ourselves, shit, that didn't work. (laughs) Shit, that didn't work. I I would love for that to be the new slogan for America. Shit, that did not work. And then we all chuckle. How's that sound? Shit, that did not work. (laughs) Boy, we would be a healthier country, I'll tell you. Because if we don't do that, we're going to end up too oblivious, too opinionated. And, and whenever you put oblivion and strong opinion together, you always end up with something that is frighteningly dangerous, too dangerous. There are philosophies in this country that have survived and should have been buried in 1865 after the Civil War or, or buried at the end of the Vietnam War so we wouldn't have ended up in Iraq. I don't know, maybe chauvinism should have been buried once and for all when women finally, in 1919, achieved the right to vote. But they persist. They start off as a whisper, and then when they're not put down, they start getting a little bit louder. And then when nobody says, that didn't work, why are we saying that? They start speaking up more clearly until finally we believe that we've got a new movement. But this new movement is oblivious. It's opinionated, and therefore it's dangerous. So even those in the black community walk around insisting that they have their own world. Well, this only delights the racist. The racist who sits over there with the white supremacy and says, Hell yeah, bro! You go do your black thing and we'll go over here and do our white thing. It's a philosophy. It's a way of thinking that fell years ago, but about every couple of decades it tries to rise up again, get a new name, and resurrect and destroy more lives. It is... Zombie thinking. We kill it, but it keeps coming back again. So we kill it again, and it keeps coming back. You can't smoke cigarettes, chase women, and refuse to eat a good diet and think you're going to live. Donnie was not a bad man. He he was a cautionary tale. He was a warning Kids, listen. This is a philosophy. Donnie from his grave would scream at you. Don't follow my philosophy. It doesn't work. So the good news is, life makes it very clear to us every single day what works and what truly doesn't. And the better news is, if we will not be oblivious and opinionated, we do not have to end up being dangerous to the people around us. That's it for today. 
Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com.